Hi there. Um, it's about 10.30 at night. Excuse the hair. I did a wash and blow dry. So as you can see, it's not, you know, it's not great. But um, this is what I look like um, in the wee hours. It was not even that late yet. Anyway, uh, hi, I'm the Black Opinionated Woman, also known as a bow. And um, because I'm committed to making content, I have to do it when I can. So hopefully, um, if you guys like how I'm committed, maybe you'll be committed to me by subscribing. Um, I'm not so sure why I'm so muted, but and I know I should be bringing energy. Uh, but anyway, the topic that I want to discuss is about parenting privilege. Um, so, you know, what do I mean by that? Well, let's talk about privilege. Privilege is something that you get that is unearned. Okay. So when you benefit from something that's unearned. Okay. So, um, uh, so yeah. Okay. So let's talk about parenting privilege. I was thinking about my boys, um, it's not that I'm not thinking about my daughter, but I was thinking about my boys, my three young black men. And, you know, this, this world is, is something else. And I think for me, I was, I was thinking about how my son is getting ready to test for his driver's license. And it was hitting me, like all the things that we talk about and that we know in the black community, right? But it really hit me, like he's going to be driving on his own. And there are going to be times when I'm not there. My husband's not going to be there. And I don't know why it was hitting me, like it was, it was talking to me, you know, because I'm like, I can't be there to protect him. At some point, I got to let him be a young man. But there's people out there who mean harm to young black men. I think the hardest part for me, and I don't know why I'm, I'm I'm getting a little emotional about it. I think the hardest part for me is oftentimes, it's not the first time I've heard this, but I've heard mentioned several times from people who don't look like me um, when we talk about police brutality, right? And they'll say things like, well, I haven't seen that. I, I don't think that it's as bad as what people say it is. And my response is, so... If you don't see it, does that mean it's not true? I don't know why it's so hard for people to catch that. So where am I going with parenting privilege? Privilege. I was thinking about um, when I was doing, when I was going through all of this, this mental machinations, right? Of what's going to happen should he pass his driving test. And it reminded me of when the whole COVID times first hit 2020 I think right around March is when everything was locked down, at least here in, in Maryland. And 
I remember my children were watching on a television. Um, it was after March, but during that time, May, I can't remember the exact date. Um, the whole, uh, George Floyd thing happened. And we did not censor our children from watching it. We didn't censor them from a single thing. I mean, we didn't put it in their face, but if they found out about it, we didn't censor a single thing. And I have twins who are now nine at the time. They were, um, they had just turned eight, I think. And to see them walk up to me and their eyes were so big and I could hear the terror in my daughter's voice. But then I saw the look of disbelief in my son's like face. And my daughter was like, are the police bad people? Mommy, are the police bad people? During that time, she was dealing with being on a lockdown, trying to understand what a pandemic was, watching what the George Floyd um, thing is, trying to reconcile our policemen, good or bad. Her, her twin brother was looking like, are they trying to kill me? Like, am I bad? Like, what, what did I do? And I was so heartbroken. Like some parents had taken a stride, but I was genuinely heartbroken. And I remember when my daughter reached out and I know this is like making me emotional, but my daughter reached out to one of her friends and she was talking about it because most of her, her friends are white and she was talking about it. And apparently one of the parents was saying like, oh, we're not um, talking to our children about this. You know, they didn't want to expose their children. And I was sitting there thinking like, what a luxury. What a luxury where you can say, I don't need to expose my children to this. But the fact of the matter is, I don't really have that luxury. The fact of the matter is, my kids have been exposed to racism in various levels. Some they may or may not have understood. Some may have been a microaggression. My oldest definitely gets it. He's now 16. He gets it. Oh, he reports it on everything. He is about that life. And he's kind of like a nerdy kid, but he is like, uh, yeah, let me tell you about like, he's about that life. But I was thinking about how these parents had the luxury of shielding their children. And I didn't have that luxury. So there are going to be some people who are going to watch this. And I hope there's people who are not like me watching this. And they'll say, well, you could have done that. I'm like, could I? Could I really have shielded my children? Because, see, my children, although they have such pure hearts, at the end of the day, as they get older, they recognize that they don't look exactly the same. Now, they don't lean into their blackness, per se, but they're no dummies. My daughter, let me tell you something. She's smart. She talks to me. She's like, Mommy, what does this mean? Are the police bad? 
Do I not like the police now? The people who have luxury, and it's not just white people, it's the Asian people, the model minority. That's a whole other discussion. They don't have to have these conversations with their children. I have to have it with mine. So when I think about um, how maybe a teacher could be discouraging, I'm not saying that has happened. Um, but when I was new to where I am now, and I remember something had happened, there's several things that had happened, and I won't get into that because it's neither here nor there. But I made sure I set it straight at the schools, with the principal, I went all the way up to the county. Now, that's not to say that they, you know, all of them were engaging in crazy because that's, that's not the case. I don't want to say that, but what a privilege to not have to expose your children to certain things or to talk about like, you're going to get your license. This is how you're going to act when you're driving. 10 and 2. Practice kindness. Make sure you say, hey, look, I am going to get the registration and here is my license. Can I, can I move? No sudden movements. You got people out here gonna say blue lives matter, all stuff like that. I don't know. It's either they are willingly not getting it or they get it and they just don't care. So anyway, so my son will be getting his license soon. And I have like this weird anxiety because the thought of him not coming home, you know, as parents are supposed to protect. But, you know, I was just sitting there thinking about like, there are people out there who have these privileges and I have to expose my kids when they should never have to know about certain things. Like, this is deep. So now I'm sitting here 10 something at night thinking about my kid. Like, maybe I look, maybe I should have had a drink. I should have a drink. I'm not advocating uh, drinking at night. I'm actually drinking seltzer water, if you want to know what I'm drinking. But anyway, I, I was just sitting here thinking, like, I hope that if he has any runs in with um, law enforcement, that maybe this is a good person. Because my son is a good person. I don't even want him driving without me. That's not to say that um, I wouldn't be challenged or questioned, but I've been very fortunate. Um, for whatever reasons, the policemen don't really fool with me. And there were times when I deserved to be pulled over for speeding and all kinds of stuff, but they've been so kind. <laughs> but, and I'm not saying they're going to do this to my child, but there's so many stories like that. I know my husband has been pulled over. He's been profiled multiple times here. Anyway, I, I just, I don't know. It just hit me like, whoa, I'm going to have a driver 
And there's people who don't have to have these conversations with their kids. They get to just get their license. They can shield their children from the craziness on television. I can't. You know, look, I'm a God-fearing woman, so my prayers are always more along the lines of like, Lord, I want you to put your arms around my children. I want you to protect them. I want you to guard them from seen and unseen principalities. Give them the uh, spirit of discernment. Let me tell you something. I'm not trying to scare my kids and I don't really get into race too much. But I do tell them, I'm like, look, you don't get to do certain things. You know, we are living in an environment where people always want to make assumptions about black people. I'll give you a story. This is not related to parenting privilege, but it's related to a neighbor. Um, we were outside as a family, um, I don't know how many months back, <clears throat> all the children were outside um, playing with various balls and stuff. And they were playing with a neighbor, a neighbor's uh, child. And there was this uh, Indian couple, okay, like, you know, Southeast Asia Indian. Um, really, it's the only Indian because the people who live here who are indigenous really aren't considered Indians. They're considered Native American. <laughs> Or neighbors. Anyway, so the Indian couple walks by and I've asked the wife of four if she could not let her dog go to the bathroom on our property. And it was said nicely. I was like, please don't do that. Don't do that. Now, before I get into the rest of the story, I'm like the audacity of this woman to think that it's okay to let her dog come up on my property. And we all have like anywhere to approximately two to three acres, right? whatever, right? But she let her dog come up on my property and defecate. And she's like, well, I clean up. I'm like, number one, you don't get it all. Number two, this is my property. Number three, you have your own property. Like, who does that? Now, I do have a point to this story. She lets her dog go to the bathroom on my property and cleans up whatever. So I was like, don't do it. And then walks off. <laughs> the thing that was so disappointing. Now, you let me tell you something. I do have a slick mouth. She tried to reach out to the HOA within the hour to say, oh, person X was this and the other. And she yelled at me. She was so mean. All this other extra. Keep in mind, she came on my property. So, talk of a moment. My family did not raise a ding dong. So as soon as she sent that out, and of course, one of my neighbors was really kind enough because she was cracking up like, was this you? I'm like, oh, you know, it was me. I told her, no, you cannot go to the bathroom on my property. And, and so other people that I know in the neighborhood were laughing because they were like, she is out of line. Several people were like, what was she thinking? But what I said was, because I noticed the language that she used, like aggressiveness at me other, I fired off. 
ever so kindly. You know, you got to be eloquent with your words. And I basically said, I could probably read it verbatim, but I'm too lazy to look it up. I basically was like, before we can move forward with anything, okay, in a nutshell, I said, number one, you were loud and wrong. Not so much as loud, but you were wrong. The audacity for you to come onto my property with your dog when we all have adequate space. The audacity to think that that's okay. Number two, what we're not going to do is be dishonest. I said, because right now you are lacking in honesty, especially in light of what's happening in our country today. I, as a fully melanated black woman, have mastered the art of tone policing and code switching because what we're not going to do is have them say that I was be aggressive. Third, it would be perfectly within my right to be angry when you come on my property with your dog. Okay? And then I was like, number four, because you are lacking in honesty, I said, we can, we have to coexist in this neighborhood, but the one thing I think is felt from the offender is an apology, which I'm sure I'm not going to get. But I welcome an apology if you can um, behave yourself in a civil manner. I said, but what we're not going to do is engage in being um, dishonest. It is basically intellectually dishonest for you to sit there and think that you can put words like aggressive or whatever. Not only were you wrong, but now you're being dishonest. So, of course, she backpedaled and backed up. You know, it was a couple of emails back and forth. And I stopped even responding because I said what I said. She got the point and everybody realized like, whoa, the people who responded to me, they were like, yeah. So a couple of things happened behind the scenes where they told her like, number one, uh, that is considered private property. No, it's not public property. You can't go to the bathroom on her, her property. And number two, stop contacting the HOA for something like this. But where would I, where was I going with this? People already think certain things about us black people. So what they would try to do is say, see, look at those aggressive ones over there. So that's the reason why, depending on the scenario, I'm like, well, what we're not going to do is do this. And I recognize that you have some internal bias that you're working through. I get it. I'm going to have to let you deal with that. But what we are going to do is we're going to like operate within the confines of the truth. That's, that is what's going to happen. So anyway, I want to like blowing over because I think she realized she had egg on her face and she sounded incredibly stupid. But see, this is why I said, this isn't just a black and white thing. The Asian community sees us that way. Even though the vast majority of people where I live don't see us that way. But like, I'm under no illusions about anything. Nothing. So anyway, getting back to the parenting privilege. What a treat to not have to talk about, you're going to have your license. And at some point you're going to be driving on your own. And if you get pulled over, this is how you're going to respond. It's scary. I don't know. I was just feeling some kind of way. And I'm like looking at my son. I'm like, I just need you to come home. All right. Hopefully this was a meaningful video. Um, if you like it, like it. Hopefully you'll subscribe. If not, 
I'm just going to ask again in the next video. But if you have any comments, I don't know. Hopefully you watched it all the way through. Hopefully you'll share it with, share it with someone. All right. Bows and bow ties, I'm heading out. Bye. Oh, how do I? I always mess up ending this, this live situation.